You're listening to NetK Pulse, keeping you up to date on all things critical. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to NetCare Pulse. My name is Dan Moyan and my guest for this episode is Dr. Nneba Nzwaiba. He's a director for Human Resources and Transformation at NetCare. Doc, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Dan, and thank you for having me. We're going to be talking about this big subject of transformation. And when we mention the word transformation in South Africa, people imagine all sorts of scary things. But recently, we have seen more and more organizations globally, not just in South Africa, talking a lot about the ESG. Some people say the S is not getting a lot much of a focus, the social side, communities, and also issues of diversity, inclusivity, and equity. How is NetCare approaching this subject? The issue of diversity, equity, and inclusion, you are right, has become very topical globally, driven by multiple things. But if you look at the South African context, it's always been a topical subject, particularly post-1994. And at NetCare, we are very cognizant of our social location within that transforming social context. And we consistently ask ourselves, what does that mean for a responsible corporate citizen that exists within that context? So this is something that we have integrated into our strategic pillars. We have seven strategic pillars, one of which is the transformation of society. The reason we've done that is to bring transformation to top of mind so that it does not become a by-the-way thing. So how does this pillar find expression in NetCare? Our main strategy is to deliver person-centered health and care that is digitally enabled and data-driven. And underpinning those strategies, that main strategy is seven pillars. One of them is a transformation of society. What we do within that pillar is to unpack the various dimensions that need to transform within the broader social context and how that reflects within the NetCare context. And uh, that is why our strategy then focuses on patterns of ownership, looks at management and leadership control. It looks at employment equity, skills development, preferential procurement, as well as enterprise and supply development. For NetCare, is the transformation journey a tick-box exercise? a compliance exercise or a real authentic exercise? This is way beyond complying with regulatory framework or the scorecard. For us, we have grounded our approach to transformation within the social justice paradigm. That deepens how we think about transformation. One of my favorite scholars, who is uh, Professor Ndlovu Gajini, talks about the importance of reflecting in the past in order to make sense of the present, in order to imagine a new future. So we ground our transformation strategy in that acknowledgement of the fact that we've got a past that needs to be corrected. And that past does implicate social identities, and it continues to shape the present in terms of how different people within our society are placed and how they are affected by inequality, poverty, unemployment, and all those things. So what is NITCA doing to transform the culture of the organization to make it more inclusive, to give a sense of belonging? to a bigger diversity group of people. The issue of transforming the organizational culture is very important, but it's been very important for us to first transform the patterns of who is included and who is excluded within our organization. So the numbers have actually been part of getting to that cultural component. So that's why it's important. it's been important for us to make sure that we have Black people, women, persons with disabilities, etc., reflected across the different areas of the organization. The reason we do that is because we believe that that on its own begins to drive us towards the deeper conversations, colleague-to-colleague conversations 
over and above that, we have also been driving some diversity and inclusion workshops. And some of them have been very uncomfortable because um, they sort of like confront the issues as they are in order to facilitate real conversations. Are these workshops helping you to take the transformation strategy into the organization at different levels? Because sometimes it could sit at a high level, but below people have no clue about it. The conversations are helping us in terms of bringing transformation as top of mind. But what we've also done is we've included transformation on the balance scorecard. Based at group level, divisional level, in the balance scorecards of executives and right through to everybody across the So there's a number attached to delivering the transformation targets. There is a number attached to that which actually influences your performance score and the incentive that is attached to that. Because we know that in a business context that people tend to focus on what drives strategy and that is a balance scorecard. So we've been intentional about also doing that over and above supporting it with workshops that we run. Let's drill down a bit on some of the elements of that scorecard. Ownership. What is Netcare doing about diversifying the ownership of the business? As a publicly listed entity, about 96, 97% of our ownership is held through institutional or mandated investments. So what we do there is on an annual basis, we get a competent person to help us to analyze the black ownership on a flow-through basis. But the balance of that is what we have greater control over. We have put together an ownership structure, broad-based ownership structure, which we call the Healthy Partners for Life, short HPFL. Within that, it's got four different trusts that focus on community-based initiatives. One of these is the Professor Bongani Mayosi NetCare Clinical Scholarship. Beauty of that scholarship is that it focuses on producing highly skilled, highly specialized medical doctors who want to pursue further knowledge and also produce knowledge through PhD research. So we sponsor them to do the PhDs internationally or locally. So far, we have about 24 that we've already sponsored, of which 12 have already graduated. The Healthy Partners for Life Trust also has the Mother and Child Trust. It also has the Healthy Lifestyle Trust that focuses on supporting procedures that grant people access to quality health care and some of the complicated procedures. We also support mental health in a partnership with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. And we sponsor counseling that happens in communities as well as in schools. And lastly, the Mother and Child Trust supports early childhood development. We also have an employee share ownership scheme. We have a second version of that. The second version of that has about 60 million shares that have been distributed to 18,000 employees, and that excludes the senior management and executive leadership. In terms of that leadership, how transformed is it? Do you have targets? You've mentioned you're bringing in new talent and you want to make sure that the organization is transformed from top to bottom. We believe transformation is a journey. If you look at our journey and look at when we began, we only have 7% representation of Black people at senior management within NetCare. Now we're actually sitting at 50-50. We've got five-year targets that we've set for ourselves to make sure that we align with the economically active population and that our leadership reflects the society in which we live. The other dimension that's very important to mention talking about that is a profile of the medical doctors that treat our patients who are diverse. 2011, only 24% of our medical doctor profile was black and 76% was white. Now we're sitting with a profile where 56% of the doctors with practicing rights are black. Does your succession planning in terms of leadership address or aligns to transformation strategy? So one of the things that we got right a couple of years and unfortunately still continues to form part of the social discourse 
is the excuse of availability or unavailability of skills in the market as a barrier to transforming corporate South Africa. What we have done is we've developed a model that says we will focus heavily on investing in the skills that we require for the future, linked to exactly what you're talking about, the pipeline and bench strength for several positions leading up to leadership roles. We are blessed as NetKey in the sense that we've got our own colleges that are accredited that produce the nurses that we need. We also interlace that with some management and leadership development programs, which then assist us to make sure that there is career mobility and the pipeline of those people is diverse. What about support to SMMEs? I mean, in terms of your supply chain, I mean, sometimes you'd find that corporate South Africa will tend to give, you know, the smaller kind of projects, you know, like a communication event or bring flowers in instead of the real stuff. What does NetCare do there? I have to commend our procurement team. They've really brought into the strategy. They've assisted us to drive the strategy. We have diversified our supply chain. If we look back at 2007, when we started on this journey, we literally spent nothing on Black women-owned suppliers. And last year, we spent just less than 4 billion rands of our total procurement spend, which is about 10 or 11 billion. Same applies to Black-owned suppliers. 2011, I think we spent about 213 million rands on Black-owned suppliers out of the total spend of 10 billion rands. Last year, we finished at about 6 billion rand spend. And if you look at that, you actually realize that that transformation is happening, what diversification is happening across different commodities. And it's not only the easy ones, which is your cleaning, your catering, your stationery. Youth unemployment is very high in our country. I mean, yeah. the figures speak for themselves. But you as a health care provider, you also need to be bearing in mind about supporting young people with disabilities. Absolutely. So NetCare is one of the anchor sponsors of the Presidential Yes for Youth initiative. Under that program, we committed to train a thousand young people over a period of five years, linked to potential career opportunities. All with disabilities? Inclusive. Inclusive. And out of that, we already have more than 1,300 on. And those who have completed, we have a 90% permanent conversion rate. And looking specifically at youth with disabilities, we did thorough research to try and understand why young people with disabilities not going beyond metric. Those that go to tertiary institutions, why do they remain unemployed? So we started a program which we call the Sinaco Initiative. Through that initiative, we put learnerships, internships, etc., very much targeted at persons with disabilities. And that has helped us to ensure that we include persons with disabilities in our workforce with an improvement in workforce profile from 60 people, which was 0.31% of our total workforce, to 809 persons with disabilities at last year, which is about 4.4%. So the ultimate goal is for them to end up having a job. For us, we have always taken a stance that says we will not do a learnership, we will not do an internship if it does not lead to permanent employment. Otherwise, we contribute towards this recycling of young people who hop from learnership to learnership, internship to internship, and then go back to community without employment. You can't be regarded to be doing great work in transformation unless you also address gender issues. How is Netke handling that? Gender is quite a complex and quite a layered construct. And I think for most part, we look at gender as a binary. And in fact, gender is a spectrum. And I think Pride Month is such a sharp reminder to all of us that we need to understand the complexities and the continuities of gender, which is why we with the assistance of our marketing team, we are celebrating LGBTQIA plus communities. But over and above that, we're a gender empowered organization. I mean, about 82% of our workforce is actually women. And that permeates through our leadership roles as well. 
Do you, through your social economic development program, support anti-GBV initiatives? Correct. We have tried to link these to the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence. We also, through CSI, have a NEDCA sexual assault program. What we do through that is to look after the victims of sexual assault. And it's actually sad to say that we've looked after more than 15,000 people. I'm saying sad because we shouldn't be looking after anybody as a victim of sexual assault. But we're honored to have the opportunity to at least provide care at the time of need. Where are the biggest barriers currently for you as a head of Human Resources and Transformation in the implementation of your chosen strategy? The barriers are more external than internal. I think we've done quite a lot of work over time in driving the change. We believe that our employees, well, the workplace, first of all, is a microcosm of society. And we are mindful of the fact that also our employees are located differently within that change curve. And we see that as a work that we need to continue doing. But externally, we have a strong history of producing high-quality nurses through our colleges. And we used to train about 3,000 nurses per annum. Right now, we are accredited to only train 360. And we see that as a barrier because we could contribute significantly there towards growing the pipeline of healthcare workers, driving youth employment through that. Would you like to see NETCARE training more doctors? Currently, it's only public institutions that train doctors. Our stance has always been that we are a 100% South African-based organization and we have a huge appetite for collaborating to address the healthcare needs of South Africans. Your employment equity numbers, are they looking good currently? We are on a journey, Broden. They're looking better than where we're at, and they are getting closer to where we need to get to at certain levels. But definitely, it's still quite a long way to go for us in certain areas. How far are you from the representation demographically? So if we look at the overall workforce, we're close enough to getting to the EAP alignment because about 84% of our total workforce is Black. By Black, I'm referring to African, colored, and Indian. And if we're looking at various levels, so if you look at junior management level, we're sitting at about 76% Black representation which is good progression. If we're looking at middle management, we're sitting at about 56%. And we know that we need to get to about 89% thereabout. And uh, as I indicated, at senior management level, we're sitting at 50% at the moment. What still gives you sleepless nights? What is the one thing that worries you as you drive, assist, and lead the organization in its transformation journey to achieve those targets you've just mentioned, but generally to really become, let's say, a level one BE company? Had it not been for the restrictions that I referred to earlier on, on our ability to train the nurses in larger quantities, we would have been a level one triple B contributor. But if you ask me what keeps me awake at night as a citizen of this country and also as an employee of NetCase, the urgency with which we need to drive transformation. Every time I think about it, I think of a reference that President Tabombege once made, referring to Lang Tsung Yu's poem of a dream deferred. And he asked the question, what happens to a dream deferred? And the answer we all know is that it does implode. So I fear every day that we're sitting on a potential of social implosion if collectively we do not fast track transformation. So there's an agency. And where does the agency for that sit? With each and every one of us? I think all of us individually, as individuals, as collectives, we actually have to exercise that agency. And we've got to realize that transformation is not a certain department's role. Are you optimistic? I am a South African. If I look at where we've been and where we are now, I firmly believe that we all can. Doc, thank you very much for your time and sharing some of your insights and a little bit enlightening us about the transformation journey in which NetCare is on. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Pratan. 
That was Netcare Pulse, keeping you up to date on all things critical. Subscribe now.